Hey, Dat Fam, it's Jamie. Thank you so much for checking out Things in Space. Things in Space! We're currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're interested, the best way to directly support this podcast is to rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, wherever it is you are listening to us on. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you hear during our game, those are provided by Sirenscape. The app is free and comes with 10 sound sets, 10 that are included to get you started. Use the link in the description to let them know we sent you. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. It's Saturday. It's 6 o'clock. There's a tail hidden up in the stars, and all we have to do is reach up and grab it. Welcome to Things in Space. Yay! Read, read the comments! Monks. <laughs> <laughs> you take such a long pause after your breath that I was like, is he not going to scream? And then he did. Waiting for like <laughs> one iota of a, of somebody else just joining me in the cheering and uh, it did not happen. <laughs> it's overwhelming. Uh, yeah, you blow all the mics. There's no point in us trying. <laughs> it blows out my mic. I cannot blow out your mic, Sam Forbes. Okay, how about this? How about this, Ben? So you're you're one, Jamie's two, Sam is three, Katie's four, Bonnie's five, and I am six. And that's the order in which we scream. Okay. <laughs> okay, right, so I'm, I'm ready. Ah! <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> Read the comments! <laughs> Perfect. We did it. I'm, I'm real proud of us. All right, let's get into this, shall we? <laughs> Thank goodness. Are we here? <laughs> We're here. Let's do it. Oh, boy. Last time, according to the ship's log. <sighs> I just need to take an inhale. Just need to breathe. There we go. <gasps> the crew of the Scourge was fixated on a new realm of possibilities. There were multiple mogs within the universe. Mog melded minds with his childhood acquaintance and discovered that he had never actually left his childhood home, Idari. Here in Kalhadar, brother of Metwiska, mm -hmm, showed Mog a past where life continued on in the planet-sized spaceship and an apparent copy of Mog had existed ever since he actually left. Mog pulled in his other compatriots to tell them the situation at hand, but before he could fully explain the subtle nuances, Captain Phoenix let him in on a secret as well. The beloved ship of the crew, the Scourge, had been stolen by copies of the heroes that were nigh identical. Meanwhile, Nono, Abedzigak, and Model 392 tried to make Kieran as calm as possible by attempting to buy and tape <laughs> attempting to buy tape and talking about the beloved childhood game Collect 4. But before the heroes could parlay, Mog warned Kieran not to contact Matweska until Mog told him to do so. Mog feared Matweska was somehow involved. The next stop was pivotal. They were ready to advance like heroes. So the group headed down a nearby alley and telepathically discussed the problem some more. Captain Phoenix wondered if, in fact, the show Vesks in Space was part of the problem. Conspiracy theories bounced across the lining of all of their brains. And while certainly everyone needed the information, it was more important to develop a way to combat abduction. Everyone needed to have the perfect code word in case anyone within the group was replaced with a clone. When no perfect phrase could be found, they settled on Vasos, which represented all of their alien species, Vesk, 
androids Skittermander, Osharu, and Suli. With a mystery dwelling ominously about the crew of the Scourge, the group steadied their resolve on the mission at hand. They needed to discover the stolen information from DCI, so they set their sights on the EOS Athletic Club. Upon arriving at the direct edge of Corona, the spacefarers gawked at the haunted scene before them. The EOS Athletic Club was scorched in burnt rubble. However large the solar plume that devastated this building was, the destruction was evident. Death loomed about the facility that sat overlooking the plasma flames of Mataras. But one strange curiosity caught the eyes of the party. While the main entrance to the building was burst wide open for anyone to saunter in, a locked loading dock seemed the better entrance. The new door was so shiny compared to the rest of the structure. For a while, they pondered the correct way to begin their assault on the haunted domain of the unknown. But as Abedzagak made their way to the loading dock, they were met with a horrifying surprise. An invisible creature struck the Vesk with astounding force hobbling the mighty warrior. And for a brief moment, while it shimmered in and out of its translucent state, the party saw a glass serpent, three times the size of any foes they had faced before. The shimmering serpentine creature flashed in and out of existence as it slammed into the trespassers. Rapidly, Abedzagak, Model 392, and Mog were grievous, grievously wounded. No matter how strongly Abedzagak and Model 392 struck their blows, sometimes the invisible creature just wasn't where they expected. <clears throat> Mog confidently stood against the beast and invaded its mind. Captain Phoenix and Nono wisely avoided the massive and hard-to-pinpoint creature by staying back. The captain pulled shards, shards of junk from the different realities. From different realities. Meanwhile, Nono cleverly disguised her I Love Corona shirt with a grenade in it as herself using Scripps projector and chucked it at the creature. Their combined efforts struck the creature in place, but not before it could cause more devastation as it ate Captain Phoenix. Abedzagak, realizing the direness of the situation, sliced the creature just below where Captain Phoenix was residing, killing the glass serpent. As the Suli slid from the decapitated throat, looking like a really awesome person, they all realized this gymnasium might prove more deadly than they once thought. Realizing that they had indeed missed the main entrance to the charred gymnasium, the crew walked inside, where a disheveled robot greeted them with a warning behind the reception desk. Not heeding the do-not-enter call, the heroes moved forward to their goals, but doing so sparked a protocol within the droid. It rose up, revealing itself untarnished and fully functional, and lobbed a grenade at the party. They responded quickly. Captain Phoenix stepped up and electrocuted, and electrocuted wires within the mechanical contraption. Nono seeked to reprogram the piece of tech and tried to climb aboard its metallic surface. That thought proved dire for the poor Skittermander, as right away she felt the aggressive slam of its powerful arms. Abedzagak stepped forward to defend their friend at all costs, and Mog pulled the little six-armed creature away from danger. It was Model 392, however, who dealt the killing blow. The android went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the robot, and forgetting that they had a ticked grenade in their hand, they exploded the creature into tiny pieces. But as they were recuperating, the crew of the Scourge heard more dangers within. Stepping deeper inside, they saw a flying creature curse them and then evaporate into mist. And now join me as we traverse the night sky. Abedzagat's 
Abedzagak's brother, Ginthanric, or as Abed called him, Thick Brick Rick, was ten years older than the Vesk, and thus had ten years to make Abed's life as miserable as possible. Today was no exception. After two years of Thick Rick earning his reputation as a highly decorated military uh, at the highly decorated military academy, the entire Vesk family was being called for an interview broadcasted for all the Infosphere to see. Overnight, Rick surpassed his scholastic fame by overwhelming heroics. A mysterious moonflower had appeared out of the greenhouse of the university and began viciously devouring the campus piece by piece and Vesk by Vesk. Rick swooped in, flying a jetpack on the scene right before the carnivorous flora completely swallowed his girlfriend, Cynthia. He saved her and the whole school just before graduation. Right, because he's so strong and super brave and blah, 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 blah. Abedzagak was now forced to sit for hours with their back straight, pretending to admire their big, bro- big dumb brother while their mother beamed with pride. Reporters were shuffling about their house while three cameras were set up in front of their new red velvet couch bought for the occasion. If I had a jetpack, I bet I could do really cool stuff, too. All right, everyone, said a three-foot-tall halfling with spiky brown hair. I'm reporting today, first big story, you know. My name's Mevrala Zammer. Vetsgak was shocked to see such a small creature invading the Vescarium, even if it was for interplanetary news. We are about to get started, so let's have you all sit together as a family. Uh, yes, even you, Cynthia. Abed hated Cynthia. She smelled like smoked acid and maintained no sense of humor. Abed sat in between Cynthia and their mother, taking up the least amount of space as usual. Abed wondered if it would feel what it would feel like to grow so large that everyone in the universe could he- see and hear them. Everyone on the planet would just be like teeny tiny little Ah, and you there, sweetheart. What's your name again? The reporter kindly knelt down in front of Abed, which made the halfling even smaller as the cameras whirred to life. They would be rolling soon. Oh, I'm Abedzagak. Are you ready to be a star, Abedzagak? Abed's mind spiraled into a tunnel before being struck by a flash of white light. Suddenly, they were viewing a massive stage with thousands of spotlights landing on the central figure. The star was in the center, and Abedzagak saw themselves huge, towering hundreds of feet over the minuscule fans below. This image donned a perfectly fitted black leather jacket. Purple neon lights danced from ground to space as Abed spread their feet, reached up their right hand, and an electric guitar fell from the universe above. Abed bellowed into the microphone. Who is ready for the night of their lives? Crowds. The crowds bellowed right back, cheers up towards the Vesk, as Abedzagak struck a G7 chord on the guitar and inhaled. Abedzagak turf? Abed's mother yelled. They were back on the couch next to smelly Cynthia and her stupid face. Abed no longer towered over the cityscapes. They were small again, so small they could disappear into the crevice of the couch cushions, and no one would notice. 
Answer the nice woman's questions so the cameras can roll. Your brother has a very busy schedule, and we don't have time for your nonsense. Abed hesitantly looked into the reporter's deep blue eyes while their mother continued babbling to Cynthia and Rick. It amazed Abedzegek how much their mother could speak without ever actually saying anything. She was so kind, this reporter lady, and they had just met today. Suddenly, their mind started to roll again. Why is she being so kind? Maybe show business is what makes people kind. When everyone knows your name, you can take up as much space as you want, and everyone will always be nice to you. Are you okay? Mevrala asked. Abed couldn't say anything, so they ferociously shook their head yes. Don't be nervous, the reporter whispered. It may be all about your brother today, but pretty soon everyone in this city is going to recognize your face. She winked and stood up as the cameraman said, Rolling in five, four, three, two. Abed couldn't remember a single iota about that interview. Afterward, they remembered how every member of the family couldn't find their cred stick for some reason, and that Mevrala turned out not to work for the newscasting station. But the interview itself was a blur. They couldn't remember what Rick said about his strength training regimen or how their mother acted like mother of the year while the cameras were rolling. Their mind actively fought the memory when Rick got on one knee and proposed to Cynthia. All Abedzegak remembered was a feeling. It was a feeling of being hundreds of feet tall rather than hundreds of feet small. Time fasts forward like a VCR on 20 times speed, and suddenly we are back in front of a camera. But rather than a small Vesk child before the group, we see a massive Vesk standing with a group preparing for whatever terrible things that exist within this athletics club. We see a small creature yell, curse you, curse you, before evaporating into mist before you. With only painful dangers in front of you or defeat behind you, what do you do? Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. That was a bad roll. Yep. Yeah. Six for me. Six. Eight for no no. Eight for no no. Wow. We're doing great so far. For the first time ever, Mog might actually be our highest. Yeah. Ambition. I, I got a nine. <laughs> I got 11. 11. This is amazing. Oh my gosh, we all rolled under 11. That's incredible. Yeah. Yes, my bonus is six. Mine's four. You rolled an 11 too? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. All right. Um. Well. My, my fun little creature uh, also has to roll initiative. We're um, all going, that's why. Cushy, cushy. Oh yeah, definitely going first. Oh yes, cushy, 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 yes. All right, now, now I've got it. All right, here we go. Uh, so this little thing evaporates into mist. Um, and then uh, you're all over there by the doorway. Uh, which sounds like a lot of fun as it flies around. It is going to fly up to the doorway. Um, 
Let's see how far this reach goes to. It's going to get right up within the doorway and just... It like breathes this breath weapon out. Uh, as it's going down, it's going to hit a Bedzagak Mog and Model 392. And so all of you, I need a reflex save. As this hot vaporizing mist just just blasts out of this thing. That was way better. 21 for me. 21. 19. Okay, you both take half damage so far. Mog. Eight. Yeah, full <laughs> damage on Mog. Huzzah. That is a total of seven points of damage. Mm. So uh, for those of you that are taking half, you'll take three points of damage. Donkey. Lucas Martinez is reminding oh. us, you guys can't die. You got eight reviews now. <laughs> um, speaking of not dying, 88 Riddles just donated for a hot potato. Oh. Yes! Hot potato's my favorite! Oh, so Why? good. Why? So good. Uh, 88 Riddles, I just need to know who the hot potato lands on to start with, um, and then we will get uh, we'll get this good... Katie, you say why, but hot potatoes have never not worked out in your favor. That's uh, fair. So, you know. That's fair. For now. A good for now, don't you jinx me. For now. <laughs> we love a potato. Okay. Uh, so at this point, we'll continue on Captain Phoenix. It is your turn. Uh, is this creature still invisible? Uh, no, it's not invisible, but it, it's a mist. Hmm. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of like floating there in the air, uh, vapor-like. Hmm. Okay, and I'm going to uh, oof, put myself in the line of fire by moving closer to the doorway. I'm... Yep, I'm going to move closer to the doorway, kind of in between Mog and Abed. Love it. And can... I mean, it hit us through the door, so I imagine I can hit it through the door. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, um, the last couple days have been rough on Phoenix, so she is going to be as helpful as she can. Uh, and she's going to go ahead and cast... Uh, mm, crap. Well, nope. Hang on. <laughs> that one I got to be closer for. Shoot! Um... <laughs> Ooh, you know what, Ben? Ooh, yeah. Can I roll a perception check? Okay. Uh, I want to learn about this creature. I have a question I'd like to know about this creature. Okay. Uh, I will allow you a per perception check, and then if you would like a, uh, a check on what it is, I would need a mysticism check. Ooh, I'll do that, because I'm better at that. Uh, I, you can give me both. Oh, sweet. Uh, mysticism is going to be... I don't know. Can I choose which one's first? Because I rolled well. Yeah. <laughs> 21. Yeah, that's fine. 21 for the mysticism. It's going to be, ooh, 20, dirty 20. Okay. Uh, so I can tell you what exactly it is. And then also, um, uh, also some extra piece of information. Just one, though. Uh, this is what's known as a steam method. Um, so this is a creature. It's an uh, a outsider creature. It flies around. Uh, and has some magical properties to it. What else would you like to know? I would like to know if it is worse at fortitude or will. Oh, it's definitely worse at will. Great, great. Um, and uh, I can also tell you that it has like on its skin, 
almost like seeping into its body from your perception check you can see that it has a like collar on it and at first you couldn't see what this red glowing thing at its heart was but now that you're a little bit closer you can tell that there is a grenade like built into this thing's chest i'm going to pull you once again to the picture of this creature so you can see that it actually is within the cre uh, within the picture as well just like um well in that case uh learning uh this new little bit of information uh, Phoenix is going to, uh, as I said before, move closer to the doorway in between Mog and Abed, and she's going to cast Daze upon this creature. Daze! Alright, so it gets mm -hmm. a will save. Mm-hmm. Let me look here. Do I have any now, save? what's tricky about that is that this is not a humanoid creature. Well, shoot. So, <laughs> Phoenix basically shoots out this uh this energy from her from her body and it'll probably hit the creature and do nothing yeah you see as it hits this creature uh it just kind of hits the steam and then evaporates into nothingness yep. great because <laughs> katie can't read go ahead next <laughs> Benzagak, it is your turn. What would you like to do? <laughs> Love that. <laughs> oh, Sam, your poor little boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. So, this thing is literally made of steam, right? Uh, yeah, right now, yes. So it's either steam or it's solid. It goes back and forth between steam and solid. Yes? Yeah. I mean, you saw it as a Lick. solid water-like creature, Liquid. and now it's just floating around kind of like a steamy, steamy mess. If I wanted to understand if it, uh, if it's able to do that by changing its own temperature or if it's like temperature stable. <laughs> Are you going to look for an AC unit by the wall or something? You don't know Maybe. what going to do. Uh, you could make a mysticism check to find out mm. more about this creature. Oh, I don't have that. <laughs> Is that uh, the only option? Yeah, that's the only option. Oh, I bet the dummy. Uh, <sighs> I guess I... Okay, so it is currently steam. Yes. And... It is on the other side of this door. Yes. But it's like, the door is open. All right, I guess I'm gonna shoot a rug at it. <laughs> because I wanna Here. see if the rug still like has, if it still has a solid form while it's made of steam. Does that make sense? Right. Like, I wanna right. see if it can land on it and drape over its body. Right, 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 yeah. Okay. You have highly overestimated how capable you are of controlling the rug that flies out of this gun. It's like a coiled up rug. It's no, fine. it's gonna it's gonna go and So you made out. it into like a rug net cannon. I understand. So you yeah. untie the rug before you shove it in there and now you shoot. Yeah. 
But okay. I have I have quick draw, so that counts as like doing two like weaponry sure. things. Oh, right? absolutely. Yeah, yeah we're I'm playing really, by the rules over I'm here. I'm really fast at actions. That's what I understand. Okay. I also all right. can't hear anything, so my perception of all things is all off. Nice. I'm singing a song in my head, and I'm having a lot of fun, so I'm gonna roll my. Oh, I don't know, man. I'm useless against these wispy things. Okay, I'm rolling. That's Easy. gonna be. <laughs> A 21. Okay, uh, now I need you to roll percentiles. Right, 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 right. Uh, okay. Sorry, I always forget this part, because it's involved. Okay, uh, wow. Literally 1%. Uh, it just, like, floofs through the mist, um, and flies out to the other side. Um, yeah. <laughs> zero, zero. That's zero. one. Yep. That's that rough. That's so real. sad real rough. I can't hear anything. <laughs> it's all its all because you can't hear anything. Uh, I'm an 11th hour hero, so. <laughs> Mog, it is your turn. What would you like to do? I would first like to start with uh, taking my own mysticism role to identify this creature. All right. My total is 16. This is a method. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I will step inside the room. Okay. Uh, it is flying in... above you. Cool. How much higher is it? Um, well, this domed area goes up 20 feet high, um, as opposed to the 15-foot uh, high ceilings that you've been. So it's only a little bit higher. Um, but in order to hit you all, it had to be within that 15-foot range of the cone. Uh, so it's 15 feet up in the air. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna walk underneath it, coming to the other side of it, okay. um, and I would like to uh, go on full defensive, and yes. just look at it and go, curse us, yes, curse us. Is the full defensive action a uh, a standard action? I think I, I, I could actually. So. I think I can attack defensively as well, and it's ultimately all the same. Right. It's just plus two. No, but I, I, the full defensive I thought was plus four. Oh, is it plus So then I think I would probably only get plus two then, because I okay. moved. Uh, yeah, so I think that you are attacking defensively, yes. um, but not really using your attack. You're just trying to get that plus that two. That sounds so. wonderful. Awesome. Thank you, uh, sir. No, no, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Yeah, 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 yeah. First, <laughs> um... I want to have a chat with Mims, and then I want to have a grenade, and oh. then I'll decide what I want to do. Uh, hell, hello, Dodo. It's wonderful to speak with you. This is all the way we also Mims. I'm communicating through your communication system. Um, what would, are you feeling good today? Are you? <laughs> do you wish to feel better? You know, or? I am not feeling really good. We did not take a lot of time to heal before we came in and started hitting oh, no. this guy. So, um, your words of encouragement are really meaningful <laughs> right now. Well, I can tell you that you are probably the most bravest skittle vandal I've ever experienced oh. in my entire life. So I think you're really wrong, because that's you. Oh, <gasps> oh wow. Um, that's very, very nice of you. Uh... 
please tell me if I can uh, do anything for you. By the way, watch out for that grenade that's falling from the sky. And a grenade, <laughs> a grenade falls and plops into your hand. Uh, and we're gonna find out what fun little grenade it is. Later, Wait, Wait, you're gonna tell me what it is? No, but uh, I'm going to tell oh. you that it is a grenade. Uh, okay, yeah, that's an interesting one. Can you tell me what the grenade looks like? Um, does it look like a normal grenade or does it look fun? Uh, um, uh, yeah. Um, so it, it definitely looks like a different type of grenade than you have normally seen because this one has a whole bunch of liquid in it. Um, it is definitely still explosive, uh, but it definitely is odd. Uh, and let me see where we're at. Okay. Um, I have the amount of rounds as its fuse starts ticking. Okay. So after her little um, encouragement from Mims and catching a grenade from the sky, uh, Nono takes a step into the room just up next to, well, not next to, but like kind of diagonal underneath this flying method. Sure. Um, and looks up at it and goes, um, quick question. Are you cursing us or is your name Kershu? Um, Kershu curses you. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing, Kershu. I know that your cousin um is a great pitcher and everything, so why don't you catch? And I chuck the grenade at him. Kershaw's cousin? Kershaw. <laughs> don't worry about it. Sports <laughs> joke. It's fine. Um, and then I am going uh, this time. I'm trying different things because I'm regretting being up this close in combat at this point. Uh, I'm gonna whisper to Scrip. Suppressing fire! Okay. Uh, different tactics. I'm gonna provide a plus two AC for Mog as oh. uh, Scrip shoots. Uh, do you wanna roll a, a nice little attack roll uh, for that grenade? Because it is a free action, but uh, I still need a roll. 16 on the die. Perfect. So the grenade lands right into the actually roll of percentiles. Uh, that. Okay, I got a 10, well, zeros, and then a 3. So that's just 3, right? 3. It only matters uh, when that's 100. Okay, so the so grenade three. passes directly through the misty form of this creature and then plops in the square right next to Mog uh, as it exists close to, uh, close at his feet. We continue you along. tell me that was part of it. <laughs> it is now model for me. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear God. As, okay. Um, question for you, uh, Ben. In this room, looking around, as this creature is obviously made of steam and water, is there anything in the room that looks like environmental controls or something? Like, can I use my special android eyes to see if there's like, sure. um, um, like a panel or something that I could try and maybe like? Roll a perception check. Okay. 
that is a ooh a twenty-four. Ooh. Yeah, I know. I love there, modifiers. Makes there is an environmental uh, panel on the opposite side of the room, but you have no idea if it is functional or not. Okay. Um. If I run into that general direction to try and get to it, what do, do I have enough time in this turn to, to get there? Yeah. yeah. Um, I believe you can run 60 feet, and yes, you can make it to the to other that. side of the room. Okay. If you just took off, you could absolutely get there. Uh, I'm going to be like, uh, uh, for, uh, I suggest all of you try and get away from that fusing grenade, and I will try and freeze this creature to a solid form. And I'm going to start uh, running across the room to, to get to the environmental panel to see if I can uh, somehow change the environments of the room to turn this steam creature into something a little bit more hittable. Ice. I appreciate Ice, it. Ice, baby. You run to the other side of the room. You yes. get over to the panel. Next round, we can deal with the panel. Um, it is my turn again. How fun. I love, I love when it comes up to my turn. Um, so this creature, uh, <laughs> uh it sees that Nono just tried to hit it with, uh, with this grenade. So it levels a array at you it just and shoots fire out of its fingertips uh, as it casts energy ray in your direction. Reflex? Uh, I believe I have to roll an attack roll, so um, that would be. Um, I definitely hit you, I believe, with a... Why does it give me that? That is going to be a 23 to hit. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you, you're only gonna take a, a few points of damage uh, as you take four points of fire damage. Okay, okay, okay. But then it has Ow. an extra action, doesn't it? Gross. Ah, oh, because Scott Denuso is a hero of all of great and wondrous proportions. Uh, so this creature will swoop down and because Mog continues to antagonize Curse You by saying Curse You to Curse You, uh, it swipes at him with yeah. its claws. Um, you have a plus two to AC right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 27 to hit. Hey, come on, guy. I was so excited to tell you my armor class <laughs> for the first time in my life. Was it an 18? No, it was 17. Well, it depends. <laughs> KAC or EAC? Sam, that's very impressive. Thank that's, you. That's really great. Thank you. I'm really <laughs> proud of you. you Head take, on the back, buddy. You take... 10 points of damage as it just rakes across your slimy skin, uh, peeling away the goopiness from your flesh. 
but it is now closer to the ground for those of you that were worried about it flying around. Um, we continue along. Um, Sorry, real quick, um, because I know it's a free action. Uh, the grenade is currently by Mog. Yes, uh, the the grenade is currently right next to Mog. Okay. A, a five foot square away, you might say. Okay, so anybody who can wants to get it can. Okay. Captain Phoenix, it is your turn. I think for once I'm stumped. Uh, <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> uh, I'll try a thing. I'm gonna move into the doorway next to Nono and right up next to this creature. Okay. And then I am going to reach out and touch this creature. Okay. With fatigue. Okay. You get a fortitude save. Uh, you have but to reach I out make and a touch me first. Attack. Yes. <laughs> just, just warning you for like when I hit you. Okay. <laughs> For when you get me. I got you. Mm. Ooh. I shouldn't have said that before I rolled. Uh, that's an eight. An eight? Ooh, you reach out and touch him. I mean, fortunately, you kind of miss because it's not like the spell gets pushed into something and doesn't work. You know, that you still have the spell in your hand, but you just mm. miss touching him. Um, so he's Missed. flapping around. You <laughs> Love it. That's love a Zach it. Attack 77 throwback because he just said a joke like that. Okay. Um, yep. And, yep. And Phoenix will just kind of like look around and make sure no one really like has seen what she's been doing the past two rounds. Mog, uh. Mog's like staring at you through the mist and Nono's right next to you. So they're like, you want to roll a bluff check? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I do. That'd be fun. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> you can Go. clearly tell the Captain Phoenix is trying to like slough <laughs> off something. Not all 392 didn't even watch it and be like, Captain, I believe your efforts are meaningless. I don't know what you're doing, <laughs> but I can just tell. Thank you, thank, thank you, uh, Modal three nine two. You're welcome, Captain. Mm. You're you're welcome. Mm. Mm-hmm. We're gonna move on to a Benzigak's turn. Benzigak, <laughs> what would you like to do? It's gonna be even. Uh, uh, I have a question. Yes. Uh oh, did I freeze? No, you're good. Okay, I have a question. Yeah. There was a thing attached to my ear, singing into my ear. Yes. So it's been five minutes. No, it has not. It has been about six seconds. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. In game, each oh. round lasts six seconds. What? That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How loud is it? Oh, it's it's just ear piercingly loud. <laughs> <sighs> I want to get really close to the monster. And I want to press my ear up to him. And I want to look him in the eyeballs and start doing this to see if I can distract him. Okay, so you're going to move through the Captain Phoenix's square or No-No's square to get through the door in order to do that. 
Yeah, is that okay? That, I'm yes, big. <laughs> yes, but you provoke an attack of opportunity by doing so. Uh, and so it will rake out its claws at you. Worth it. That is going to be a 31 to hit. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's only going to be uh, five points of um, ouchie ouchies. All right. Uh, as it rakes a claw across you. That's manageable. Ow! I still make eye contact and start doing this. To see if it can hear what I can hear. It can't. Dang I mean, it. that's just so, it's so loud in your ear and your ear only. That's not fair. It's rough, I know. I'm, I mean, agents of chaos. We'll move on, Mog. It is your turn. What would you like to do? Gosh, it's been like five minutes since my turn. Shut <laughs> up, Sam. Uh... <laughs> I... I'm gonna listen to no no. Uh, I'm gonna take a guarded step back. Okay. Actually, no. If I take a, I can do a foreign action withdrawal, correct? Yes. All right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go help out model three nine two and okay. take a full withdrawal over to the con the console as well. Mog, it is at this time that you're staring at Kershu, uh, and you are. Uh, uh, think this is a good time. You take your quick five foot step back that will get you far enough away from this creature and you think I'm gonna go turn and help out model 392 and you turn around and model 392 is gone. Uh, did I did I see ah, ah she's gone gone <laughs> Did I see what happened? No. Can I, can I roll? Yeah, I mean, you can roll a perception check. Okay. I'm gonna stim my perception check. Okay. Even though I feel like you're just gonna say, I don't see anything. <laughs> but you I feel like well it's said. important. It's important. Sure. Very important. I rolled a two on the die. I, and I'm so glad that you stimmed that. Um, you definitely hear for some reason you're the only one I can that hear can it, hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause he lives in people's brains. Um yeah, I mean if I could look around the console to like know perhaps what happened, I would sure. to, yeah. There's another room uh on the other side. You're you're looking through a wall. Uh, there's a there's a gap in the wall. I'm gonna give you a little bit of an angle here. Um, you can see that there's another room, although you can't really tell. Um, you can't really tell what's in there. You don't hear footsteps, and you don't hear anything. Weird. Okay. Guess that's my turn. Move on, it is now Nono's turn. Nono, what would you like to do? So, Nono, um, trying some new tactics again, still seeing if it works. Leans down to Scriff and whispers some things. Uh, and watching as this Mephit goes to rake at Abedzagat, yells, No! And uh, Scriff and Nono are actually going to run out and around to where the grenade is, avoiding, okay. hopefully, attacks of opportunity. Unless... Um, 
things happen. Has, yeah, unless he has multiple attacks of opportunity, but he does not. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Uh, and getting to the grenade, chuck the grenade at this method. Okay. Make an attack roll. Six on the die. Method's right in front of you. So roll uh, a roll a percentiles. Ninety. Ninety. You see that it just hits hits this method. Curse you! Can't hit with grenade. Curse you! Curse you! So he has the grenade now, right? Yes, he currently has the grenade. Can. The grenade implanted in his chest. Mm -hmm. Does it look attached to the collar he's wearing? Like yes, actually it does. Does the collar look? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Sorry, uh, electronic. Um, yes. Okay, I am five feet away from this guy. I'm gonna reach out and try to like little claws, four hands, four hands. This is not all six yet. Four okay. hands, little claws, trying to like pick at the the collar around his neck um, to figure out a way to cause a short in it. I'm using my overload skill. Okay. Uh, I can cause a short in any electronic device, makes it non-functional for one round. Okay. Uh, I have to make a, oh no, uh, the owner can, make a reflex saving throw to negate the effect, which will be, I'm level four, 14, DC 14. Okay. Uh, leaner, which you should be happy. I'm re-rolling because it was on a 15. That will be a 16 in total. So he just kind of, yes. <laughs> but that's all Nono can do. <laughs> um, yeah. Rough. Uh, and Mims is like, oh, don't worry, Dodo. You're going to do very well. I can guarantee it. Have you tried you know just shooting it or punching it or, or anything? Mims, have you? Would you like me to do some course where we research all the infosphere? That'd be really helpful. Thank you. All right, I'll I'll get white right on it. Get back Ooh. to me in six seconds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Every round like of combat is this... five minutes. <laughs> I it's like canon. that this agent of chaos has not become just an encouraging word. It's now just helpful information. Yes, of course. <laughs> uh, I would tell you I that it was it. Model Three Nine Two's turn. That's going down there. Wow. And it is now my turn. What yet is happening? Again. Oh. As we move further along so in this confused. process. Uh, Hershey has a grenade in his hand. Um, uh, and he just kind of <laughs> shoves the, the grenade back at Nono. Uh, with a 10 on the die. So now, no, no, you have the grenade again. Um, Great. Yeah, it's real fun. Uh, <laughs> Hot potato. I was just going to say, yeah. 
Indeed. He's gonna take a swipe at Nono uh, with the Clawsies. Uh, that would be a 29 to hit. Just roll damage. Uh, eight points of slashing damage. <laughs> and then he lifts off into the air, flying around. This does provoke attacks of opportunity from anyone with a melee weapon in their ooh, hand. Ooh. In their hand. Well, vests are always armed. Yeah, they are. I want to take a swing at it. Okay, take a swing with your natural attack. Okay. Oh, that's a natural 20. Ooh, yes! Now I need you to roll percentiles. Okay. 53. 53. You actually see that you connect with this uh, with this method that's floating around in the air. And what type of damage are you doing with your claws? It's natural attack, so I'm assuming it's a slashing attack. Uh-huh, yep, that's the one. Okay, so uh, this is a kinetic uh, muscle damage. This target moves one step down the dexterity poison track. So that's not good. Um, roll and double Wait, your damage. Wait, sorry, say that again? You rake into this creature and you, like see that you rip away at uh, at one of its muscles um, and it just starts to, like, you see this pectoral just gets torn a little bit. And so now it is, uh, it's a little bit worse off in its dexterity um, track, uh, as you can sit, uh, as you would say. Um, so Miss. double your damage. Okay. Uh, roll and double your damage. Uh, 14 points of damage. 14 points of damage. You scratch into this thing and you see that it, it A, it gets hurt real fast, but it doesn't all go through. Um, so you've hurt it a bit, um, but it's not, it's not, it didn't get all the way through. Okay, so it has misty muscles. <laughs> misty muscles. <laughs> it is now Captain Phoenix's turn. What would you like to do? Um, Seeing Nono just trying to fidget with the collar that this thing is wearing, uh, Phoenix is going to reach out with um, with her something electrical comm unit or something. Okay. Uh, and and uh, and kind of just like drive it up at this creature and cast. Jolting surge. So unfortunately, this creature did fly up into the air. Oh, oh, it's in the air now. Got it. Yeah, it's twenty feet up. It's by the, by the ceiling. Gosh darn it! Can't do anything, Ben. Um, I'm gonna ready that action. Okay. If it lands. If okay, it, that's okay. fair. Yeah. You're if it lands, you're gonna move over to it and and, and touch it. Touch it. Makes a lot of sense. If only one of you had a jetpack that was already installed in your armor and could fly around, um, you know, that that jetpack that I gave you episodes ago back in Asana Town, if only somebody had installed that and could attack flying creatures in the air. Rough life. You know... You took the moonflower away from me, so. <laughs> I did not. 
your crewmates are the ones that killed the moonflower. <laughs> no, I feel about moonflower. All right, so you're going to ready that action. I have it prepared. You are good to go. Uh, Abedzagak, it is your turn. You know, I'm real strong. And I still have a Doshko. Okay. And because I'm strong, I can probably jump pretty high, right? Not 20 feet. <laughs> what? Like, is his head at 20 feet or is his feet This at is a feet? small creature about the size of Nono flying up at the ceiling, and you're gonna jump 20 feet to hit it? You know what can travel 20 feet? What? A rug gun pointed into the sky. <laughs> All right, so you're gonna shoot the rug gun. <laughs> Wait, am I under it? Hold on, I need to go for roll 20. Oh dear. So sorry. Oh yeah, I'm directly under this fella. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and, okay, okay, okay. This'll work. Yeah, I'm just gonna, <laughs> I hate you. I'm just gonna aim it straight up. Cause this, it has a range of 30 feet. Just pew, right yeah. through it. I don't like your tone. <laughs> I love it. It's a great idea. Okay, uh, that's a dirty 20. Yeah, and, okay. Now okay. roll percentiles. All right, let's ever, everybody take a breath. Everybody just breathe. Uh, 22%. 22%. You actually make contact with <gasps> this creature. Wow. Now I need you to roll percentiles again because oh. there is a 2% chance that this thing automatically kills it by hitting it <laughs> in the jugular based upon how I made this gun. Uh, if you roll Jamie's favorite number or my favorite number, it's just going to kill it automatically. <laughs> so, um, Do it. 2% chance. <sighs> okay. 21. Nope, that is not it. So, but it does connect. It does hit this thing and does some damage. So roll your damage. Yay. Okie dokie. Uh, it's going to be eight. <laughs> it's eight. Damage. You just see that the rug hits it, but then the rug kind of gets a little bit wet as well. Uh, and it, it softens the blow before it even actually hits this creature. Dang it. Um, so it's not really, it didn't do all that damage, but it, it did pretty good. I'm just happy because I'm singing a song. <laughs> Has it been five minutes yet? No, it's been like <laughs> 15 seconds. Mog, it is your turn. All right, Ben. I know that like target firing isn't really a thing in this game, but if I'm not <laughs> aiming at it, can I shoot the grenade part piece? Ooh, okay. Yes, this is something that we have tried to do before and I did it improperly. Uh, and I am admitting of my mistakes. And okay. I'm sorry, Katie, if you would like to take a shot at the heart, at the grenade that is embedded in this thing's chest, I will allow it, but you will take a minus four to your attack. Can I aid him for past grievances? <laughs> <laughs> I will allow an attempt to aid, so roll Shut your up, d20, Katie. I'm, I'm, be, I'm feeling very generous tonight. Very kind, thank it's you. It's only a nine, what's wrong? <laughs> no. Roll better. Wait, do you have a stem? Do you have a stem? <laughs> No, but I have uh, I have a point of inspiration. I can re-roll. Is it worth it? Could you could. Yeah, <laughs> totally is it worth, worth it? it? It's Always worth it. it. Here we go. Here I'm we gonna go. miss. Come on. No, you're not. <laughs> you're aiding the, literally the worst shot. Eighteen. 
Sam, you get plus two. Nice. So now effectively you're only taking a minus two. <laughs> All right. Shot. Well, I normally get a plus three, so I'm at plus one Wait, total. I want to hear how Captain <laughs> Phoenix is aiding you in this yeah, yeah, process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. I'm, I'm really using my laser eye about. just for context. Um, I look over at Mog because I see that he's like really trying to like line up this shot, and I look over at 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 him, and he looks at me, and he sees the look on my face, and Phoenix looks confident in him proud even and it gives him a little moment of wow all right my captain's watching me do this and i can do it i can do it for my crew and i am diplomatically looking at him <laughs> mm -hmm. and i feel this so thoroughly and i remember when phoenix gave their entire crew the whiskey yeah and now here comes me, this roll. Oh, tell go me, ahead. Mog, how how far of a reach does that weapon uh, have? Oh gosh. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Fifty feet. Fifty feet. Uh, what, what, can I use my pistol instead? That's eighty feet. Wait, he's it's forty-five feet away. Yeah, but it's up yeah, but in it's the air. Twenty feet. feet. Yeah. Pythagorean theorem. Pythagorean theorem. Get out of here. A squared closer to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll step forward to get in range. Is that okay. good enough? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Here it comes. This is the whiskey roll. Thank you for the support. Oh. You got it, Mog. You got it. <laughs> the kiss. <laughs> Seventeen plus one is eighteen total. It sure is. Hey, you know what? Can... You hit roll damage. What's Can... up, Jamie? Before he rolls damage. I need to tell you, I did the Pythagorean theorem. He is 49.2 feet away. Ooh. Take that, Benjamin. Take it. Oh. So I'm not moving. Because okay. math, Benjamin. Yeah, math. <laughs> because math. That's math. Jamie, oh so oh smart. Math okay. is Ben Birch. So roll your damage. <laughs> and then Two, I got to find out where the damage from this grenade is. Boom. Where is it? It's somewhere. Math it, Ben Birch. Where is it? Math is oh, fun. <laughs> um, Seven points of fire damage. Seven points of fire damage. See that uh, it, uh, the fire damage just cascades over it and it does nothing. <gasps> yeah, but it's a really cool moment. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. However, I will tell you that it, it Plus this grenade up, and you start to see that inside this, uh, wait a second. This might not all happen at all because I need you to roll percentile. No, but I'm shooting the grenade. But it also requires a percentile roll. I'm rolling. <laughs> 77. 77, all right. So, uh, and the grenade goes off. Uh, inside of it as, as you, you're you able to connect with this thing. You see it scream and holler and pain. It takes six points of damage and then I need to roll a fortitude save. Okay. It, this thing looks like this grenade could have exploded and it's so 
it, it, it looks like it's gripping towards its heart like it could kill him right at that moment. Uh, and then it just... He shakes it off. He's like, curse you. Curse you. Curse you and, and curse Jalusan. Oh, curse, curse you. Curse all. Who? Jalusan. Is that, is that what they said? Jalusin? Yeah. Jalusin. Curse you, curse Jalusin, and curse all. Jalusin. In case you couldn't understand Ben language. Mm. Uh, Jamie yes, is an ben expert. Language. <laughs> ben language is very difficult sometimes. So. Um, yell. We move on to Abedzagak's turn. Oh, wow. No, we move on to No-No's turn. No-No. <laughs> <laughs> I have realized it was Mog's turn. No, no, you're holding a grenade. I am. As you're holding it and looking at it, it it blows up and it bursts. And um, this this grenade, a beautiful scent kind of comes out of it and it just wafts over you. Um, it wafts over Abedzigak. My senses! Captain Phoenix. Um, and I need all of you to roll a will save. Why? Why? <gasps> no! Okay, is it uh, bad? Do I need to pass the will save? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to use my point of inspiration to reroll. I, I'm kind of bummed because I wanted to know what would happen if I failed. Yeah, I but think you should do it. That's an 18. Okay, you pass. Oh, wait, I got an 11. Okay, an 11 fails. <laughs> um, My first was a 2, and okay. then this was an 8. Okay, you fail as well. Um, And a... Let me just read this to you. When it bursts, this grenade deals no damage. Instead, it, it disperses a powerful cocktail of supercharged pheromones and magically modified mind-altering chemicals in the listed blast radius. <laughs> Each creature in the radius that inhales the pheromones must attempt to will save a creature that fails. Its save is fascinated for a number of rounds equal to the grenade's mark number as they gaze in wonder of sparkling traits that only they can see. You, you are fascinated for four rounds. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, this could get oh, very, no. very bad very, very fast. The happiest let okay, you know. What, what I'm sorry, what are we fascinated by? Oh just Our the be beautiful colors that are around you. <laughs> Everything's so gorgeous and pretty. And um, and what is fascinated entail uh, technically? Fascinated. Or rulesies, rules wise. I wish I had more room on this desk. So, oh, hang on, I'm getting over there. Okay, I think I <laughs> got make... it. Uh, fascinated, you are entranced. While you have the fascinated condition, you stand or sit quietly, taking no actions other than to pay attention to the fascinating effect for as long as the effect lasts. Wait. You take a negative four penalty to skill checks made passively in response to others' actions, such as perception. Any potential threat, such as a hostile creature approaching, grants you a new saving throw against the fascinating effect. Okay, Any obvious fair. threat uh, automatically ends the condition. An ally can shake you free of the effect as a standard action. 
So, so it grenade, doesn't work. So this grenade pops in her in Nono's hand, and then Nono just like sits down and begins like groovy, yeah. And honorary officer Mims is trying to talk to Nono and, and trying to explain. Oh, I would love to hear what he's saying to me right now. Yeah. Oh, I so I've looked up. Steve Beffitt's online, and I can tell you that they're very, very interesting. Or do you have a pencil and paper to write down all of this information? Has anyone ever told you <gasps> you have a very calming voice? Oh, that's very, very sweet of you. All right, ready for this? All right, methods. They have an insubstantial form, and they're 20% mischance. Plus, Whenever they're in that form, they're just gonna heal up like crazy and nobody can do anything. This is really, really bad. You should run away as fast as you can. I like listening to you. <laughs> we will move on to my turn. I don't even know who to, well, first of all, you can see that some of it, uh, some of it heals up a little bit as this creature just like it, the mist reforms its tearing muscle um, and it, it's looking a little bit better. But Mog, you blew up its insides and almost killed it. Uh, so you see that it flies over to you as fast as it possibly can. 49.2 feet away. 49.2 <laughs> feet away. Um, so it... Oh, this is round four. Okay. okay. So it's been 20 minutes. 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, but it flies over above you, uh, still a bit of ways away, and it launches a ray of fire in your direction. Great. That will be a 22. Is this what? Is this an armor class? Is, what EAC. Is this? Yeah, 22 oh, yeah, against I, EAC. Yeah. Uh, it deals a total of four points of damage. It's good. Still flying? Still flying. Captain Phoenix, it is your turn. What would you like to do? I would like to ask if Scriff is also fascinated. Ooh, Scriff cannot be fascinated, but Scriff does require the controls of Nono, who is fascinated. So that's a little tricky. We've communicated with Scriff before, right? Yeah, you have talked to Scriff. He said hide and seek to you once. Um, but he hasn't, he's not really super talkative. Um, but if so, I were to talk, he'd understand me, right? Maybe. I, uh, I love this, I love this path. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> I love this path. Uh, I'm going to look at Scriff. Uh, well, mm, wait. I need to roll a perception check to see if I'm noticing that Nono's acting differently. Sure. Probably. <gasps> die, die, <laughs> die! Uh, 10. And Nono, well, I mean, it's pretty obvious that Nono is acting differently. Nono is sitting on, uh, on Scriff, just kind of head on shoulder, uh, propped up on two of her forearms. Uh, just talking away and and with a smile on her face. She doesn't have that usual uh, that usual hyper attitude uh, currently. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna look at Scriff and having never communicated with Scriff before, I'm just gonna kind of be like, uh, there's something wrong. 
with no no can you can you can you take her in this room and i'm pointing behind me you know back behind the doors um can you go behind the door and keep her there and i'm just kind of like staring at this robot and then i'm gonna walk past them and just pray the the scriff heard me uh and understood me i'm going to allow a piloting a engineering or a computer's check for this anything else diplomacy Uh, I, I specifically did science? chose not diplomacy. Mm. Um, profession. 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 Intimidate. Culture. Acrobatics. No, I like what I said. I like computers, engineering, or piloting. Uh, I don't have any of those. Ooh. All right. How about... Survival. I have a one. Hey, let's do it. About. You know what? I need a new dice. They're both rolling so bad. They're mad at me. I used them in a game that wasn't this one. This one. <gasps> How it. dare you? I know. Ooh. I'm cursed for the week. I know. Curse you. Curse you. <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Hide and see. Yes, hide and seek. Take no no and hide. Hide and seek. You just see that it like scuttles around uh, and it's looking for a place to hide. Um, ben, I'm so sorry. I had then piloting it... all along. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's fine. It wouldn't have changed much. <laughs> That's brilliant. You My see bad. that it, it like tilts its head up at Nono and then it knocks Nono off oh god and scurries and uh and you see that it's hiding currently behind uh like a broken down treadmill like a space treadmill um that's not what I wanted would a 14 have done anything else <laughs> no. I created a jerk dog it's playing okay. hide and seek you can't tell it it's not playing hide-and-seek in, say, hide-and-seek. Treadmill. Space treadmill. Little guy. So but Captain then Phoenix, I'm continue gonna your... just watch yeah. as, as Scriff just... What a waste of breath in the six... Beautiful six seconds I have. And I'm just going to run through <laughs> these two fascinated uh, crew members and... Uh, as I'm doing that, I'm gonna say to them, stay here, don't move. Yeah. I'm going to run up to this creature. And still I am holding my jolting surge for if it lands. <laughs> All right, so if it lands, it's going to uh, trigger your action to touch up the jolting surge. Mm-hmm. Beds gack. Yeah. Super, super fascinating turn. You're just chilling. What are you thinking about while, while you're fascinated? Well. I'm laying on my back, and I'm okay. looking upwards at all the colors, and I'm going red, blue, green, purple. I collected four colors. 
Let's four! We have a winner. And then I want to, because I notice here on the ground that I'm looking behind that Nono is just like, you know, in my peripheral vision. And I'm going to go, Nono! Because <laughs> I know that, like, I can't hear myself speak, so I'm really loud. <laughs> Nono! Have you ever heard of synesthesia? Um, what is it? It's that thing where you can hear. No, no, you can't hear. You can't hear what she said. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. I'm just gonna trust that you can hear me. <laughs> synesthesia, just in case you don't know, is where you hear music and you can see the color of the music at the same time. And I think I have it. Is it a beautiful deep blue? I want you to you. know that it's purple <laughs> and red and yellow and blue. Okay, Mog, Mog, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Oh, man. <laughs> this is what I want forever. <laughs> I don't know. I think because this creature talks so much more than other things that we fought, I feel the sense of, like, I, want, I need to know what it wants, and I have no idea. But technically, we fight things all the time. We have no idea what it wants. But I, Thanks. I think it's just because it talks so much. <laughs> So I'm gonna try to use diplomacy. Okay. All right. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it and speak to it. Okay. And say, what does curse you? Curse you? I curse Jelusin. Uh -huh. Would you like me to roll diplomacy? I would. Ooh. 19 on the die. My total is 29. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Let's go to Nono's turn. Ooh. No, How's that fascination working for you? Zingy is blue. And purple and yellow and red, but that doesn't matter. Um, hey, ma'ams. Yeah, hello. Uh, <laughs> I'm very confused at what's happening to you right now. Are you okay? Would you like me to notify poison control? I could get you somebody close to your environment within five minutes. Um, can it be you? <gasps> um, no, because I'm currently in a sauna town, and I'm pretty sure you guys made me the general of the military here. <laughs> 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 Currently, I'm some pretty big uh, high responsibilities, <laughs> but I just wanted to check in on my buddy. Uh, but I, oh. <laughs> so I can't really like just hop on a line quarrel and come to you. Um, I could try. I you, would you like me to send up a chain of command to the Yasada Town uh, City Council and try and get some some time with you all because I could ask for a leave of absence. I mean, if you want to. I will put in the order right now. Order. Chain of command. Nono is going to roll over to face a Benzigak. A Benzigak! Can't hear you. This <laughs> must be really loud. I'll talk to you in a minute, okay? Um. Here's, 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 this creature goes, 
And then Kershu lands directly in front of Captain oh. Phoenix, who has to decide if she will do a jolting <laughs> surge or not. Well, I feel like Ben. Yes. I feel like when you're readying an action. Yes. It's like already pulsing through your veins. You're all yes. ready to, to pull that trigger. And I think Phoenix is the type of character who would see that creature land and immediately reach out and explode it, hopefully, with a jolting <laughs> shard. Yeah. What's that called? Yeah. Jolting shard. Yeah! Okay. Roll, uh, roll your attack. I know I get no save. Ooh, okay, 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 okay. 21. 21. Woo. Now roll percentiles. Yeah. No. It's a spell. You still got to reach out and touch it. You know? No. It has Close. what's called an in, insubstantial form. If you would have listened to Mims, he would have told you all about it. Do I want to uh, I, I will determine what you want. Okay, great. Uh, roll it. I think that's a 30. Okay, what is it? Is it two zeros and a three? Or yes. is it two zeros and a three is a three. Oh, um, a three. Yeah, so you reach out and then it just like opens up and just, and your hand goes right through it and it still has the spell in it, uh, but you have missed the target. Which means it didn't even realize that she was trying to attack it, so it's definitely still... Just a question. I'm targeting a device, and it, and so is that still have the same sort of percentile mischance? It's, uh... The, the, t the text of it says you take a device and place it on an object, correct? Um, it says alternatively you can instead touch an electrical device to a target is wearing right. or a target that is an electrical device, such as a robot with your hand, gaining a bonus, um, which I didn't add, but... Um. So I, either way, you have with your... Uh, because it has this in insubstantial form, you've just where you thought the touch was going to happen, you have missed uh, because it's this misty creature. Um, it It's not even really in front of you. It's it, very similar to incorporeal creatures in a way um, in which they are there, but not there also. Um, so that is how I can best explain it to you. I respond to Curse You's thing nodding my head curse you and I point to all of every, every the, my friends in the room curse you curse you curse you bot curse Jalusin most yes 
by the way, uh, Kershaw was played by Jeremy Irons. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Specifically from Watchmen. So close. Yeah. So close. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna have. Uh, here's the deal. He was just recently attacked, so I'm gonna roll percentiles um, to make this decision for me. Uh, I've got a number in my head. Uh, below that number will be a tough decision. Higher than that number will be a good one. Right. Hmm. Mog tries to remove the grenade. Mog hurt Kershaw bad. You mog me, I'm Kershaw. Curse you, Mog. Yes. Mog hurts Curse you, but gets rid of grenade. Almost, yes, almost kill Kershaw. No more grenade, though. No more Curse you. Are you, are you cursing Kershu? No, no, curse you. <laughs> curse you, Jerusalem. Curse Jerusalem. And he's pondering his thoughts. We will just continue. Phoenix's hand like is still through this guy, and she's just looking back and forth, like, "What is happening?" To be fair, it is Captain Phoenix's turn. No. You can do what you want now. So what would you like to do? Uh, I'm gonna stand there and let Mog handle this, but okay. I will, I will like uh, try to make myself very unnoticeable. You know what I mean? Like just kind of stand there frozen and not make a sound or a peep or a movement. Her hand with your hands. <laughs> no, no, no. What I'm gonna do is I'm definitely gonna do one of those like. <laughs> <laughs> just kind of pull my hand out and just kind of stand there looking at Mog. Mog has a better grip on this than I do. Uh, Mog, it is your <sighs> turn. It seems like you might have fixed the situation. You don't know, have you? I'm gonna, uh take my my staff and my gun and put them on the floor carefully and say, Mog, no curse you, curse you. Mog, curse Jelusin. Curse you, curse Jelusin. And then I would like to hold out my hand in a really non-threatening way and say, hold Mog's hand? Kershu, very hesitant about this moment. <laughs> Understand. Mog hardly know each other, so Kershu not know how to feel. I, I pull it away. Am I being diplomatic to curse you, or am I just trying to coax Ben into agreeing to this? <laughs> Who am I? Not, at this point, you've you've calmed down. Curse you. He's just kind of floating there, and you see that he 
kind of pops back into this watery <laughs> form. Uh, he is no longer a mist. Um, uh, oh. and... Curse you is me. Hello, your friend over there. They cursed. As as No No and a Bedzagak are like, oh, pretty colors. <laughs> can I can I just say something? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jim. You know, back when we did back when we did children's theater. Yes. And. We would only have 45 minutes to finish a show. Yeah. And in this scenario, I am backstage and looking at my watch. Because in this scenario, I'm in charge of the show, but Ben and Sam are in my show. <laughs> and I'm looking at my watch and going, we have two minutes. Two minutes. But, but and Ben is just going. Dying. <laughs> are they? Yes. <laughs> ben is just going, gosh, you, gosh, you. And I'm going, please hurry. Please hurry. And Ben doesn't hurry. <laughs> and that's why I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> Improv. Kershu kind of turns over his shoulder and looks at Captain Phoenix. He goes, Should Kershu curse her? No. Phoenix, Phoenix, curse Jelusin. Yes, Phoenix Captain. Captain, I'm gonna just be standing there drinking my whiskey. <laughs> curse Jelusin. Oh, curse Jelusin. Red, blue, yellow, <laughs> green. Four Mims. Um, yeah, how's he going there? No, no, are you feeling any better? I have looked up the effects of probably um, what kind of grenade it will be, and there's a chance that it, it, if it's a really low grade one, that within five seconds you'll be all white. Have you gotten no leave yet? No, I, I just put it in the email about four seconds ago, so I did not expect a, uh, answer white that in there. Okay! Does curse you know what happened to the other girl who was here? Model uh, 392? Curse you no see. Mm. There was uh, nothing. Curse you had no, no, Kershaw. No. Kershaw sees many from evil creatures wandering around. Hallways and people looking for information. Kershaw doesn't, doesn't want to curse them. Kershaw curses. There's a curse Jalusen. Mm. Perhaps Jalusen made Model 392. Poof. Ah. <sighs> Perhaps Jalusin cursed android. Yes, perhaps Jalusin cursed android. Those, those two okay over there, Kershu says. Mm. Let me go see. Now, 
keep my right hands up and non-threatening and walk over there. It takes your staff and it takes your stuff and it runs away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, go try to see what's going on with them too. Yeah, you walk over, you see the two of them sitting on the ground. Uh, Scriff, nowhere to be found. Expert hide and seeker. Uh, and the two of them are just having a good old time talking about colors. Yeah. I... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I sh shake. No, no. No, no, no. Um, yeah. What are you doing? And no, no, now you start to feel like that was a uh, actual strange thing. I am mm, not sure. Which Griff? I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a quick question though. Um, do you didn't happen to see Mims running around here? Or like you didn't heal him or nothing? I think Mims is still in Asana Tower. Okay. No, um, no. Is, yeah. Will you say out loud? I open my eyes because my back, I'm assuming I'm in between. Uh, curse you and no, no. My eyes will get big. No, no. Will you say curse Julusen? How big are your eyes? <laughs> there. <laughs> They're always big, and now they're big. <laughs> I thought your eyes were no, tight. no. Sorry, actually, they're small. Imagine they're small. That like the lid around the eyeball, you know, like fully retract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just they're gets, always like, open. awkwardly close to No No's face. <laughs> so No No is like, um, <gasps> could you do this? Like as loud as possible. And then I'll go move over to a Benzigak and touch their shoulder. <laughs> Benzigak's feeling fine, except for a Benzigak can only hear a terrible song playing in their ear. Oh no. <laughs> just so you know, my brain is just having a party in here. I know that a lot has been happening. But sometimes you just gotta meditate because you are the only thing you can control and I think that's what's happening right now is I'm just controlling my own environment. Calm down, calm down, Abedzegat. Say, curse you, Jalusin. I can't hear you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, let me do, I'm gonna try to read your lips. Curse. Curse. You. New. Jerusalem. <laughs> Jerusalem. It's <laughs> New Jerusalem. Uh, I'm gonna. Curse New Jerusalem. Yes. I'm gonna put my hand on a Benzigak and form a telepathic link. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> and so it's and, your voice and the song in my head. Yeah. <laughs> And tell them to Wait, say out loud. Can you hear the song in here? No. Oh. 
tell them to say curse you Jalusin out loud. That's what I said. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say it really, really loud, like, because I can't hear. Curse you Jalusin! Curse you new friends, curse Jalusin. We will find Jalusin together. Uh, no. No. You will stay and we will go? Uh, yeah. Yes, because you stay. Because yeah. you stay here. Okay. Because you love here. Mm. And does it look like if I reach through this guy, I can grab the grenade collar? Uh, now he is not a misty form. So reaching through would... Uh, practically be like uh, almost like reaching through Mog. Like Mog has this kind of translucentness to his skin. Uh, this creature in front of you is made of water, but also now has this like <laughs> solid form. Uh, you now see that uh, since since he is out of his misty uh, steam form, that uh, collar has risen up and is now on his neck. On the outside of his form. Correct. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to probably turn to Nono and say, Nono, do you think you can get this off? I can sure try. Mm. Uh, uh has key. Uh, we have Nono. Uh. Nono has many keys. No, 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 only has two knees. You can't hear. You <laughs> can't hear. I'm reading lips now. Yeah. Because uh, you allow no, no to uh, try. But if failed, curse you, curse you. Trying, you're going to curse us because we want to try to help you. Uh, we could just walk away and never even find a loosen. Is this guy still mad at us? <laughs> still de that's debatable. I'm gonna just say not now in a Benzikak's mind. <laughs> uh, but Kershu will allow you to uh, to do your mechanical work around his neck. Cool. What do I need to roll? Uh, engineering <laughs> check. Cool. Oh boy. That is a 26. 26. Uh, and it doesn't come off. Oof. And it's like embedded around him. Can I try again? You could absolutely try again. You can spend as much time as you want. Can I just take 20 on it? Yeah. Or take you, 10? Yeah, I, well, can, whatever it takes. Uh, I mean, would you like to take 10? I don't know your score. So if you want to take 10, it all is a matter of time. No, so, I would need to take 20. Um, so it looks like this is going to take a little bit of time. If anybody needs to take a break, a rest, uh, maybe get the earworm out of their head so they can focus a little bit of Benzigak. 
does everybody feel about that? Uh, yes. Yes. Mark, what did she say? <laughs> We're taking a quick break. It's a tense situation. Curse you might curse us. So we must be cautious. Cool. I'm very confused. <laughs> so it's at this point that you are taking an hour and fiddling with this around his Whoa. neck. Uh, it's it's yeah, oh, wow. taking 20 is an hour. I didn't realize uh, that. So you have, you know, you leave basically model 392. You have no idea where they have gone, what that even Ooh. looks like. Uh, you spend an hour fiddling around on Kershaw's neck, and after an hour, um, I'll allow anyone who wants to to make that uh, their 10-minute rest if they need their stamina back, um, but you're able to get the collar off of Kershaw. Would I also have been able to rest at all, or no? I'm going to allow it. Okay. I very allow, I'm allowing During this uh, hour? Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say I was also going to use patches. Sure, patches pops Ooh. down up the inflatable duck uh, and waddles over. Uh, here you are. No, no. And sutures up some wounds. Uh, I will also use patches. As will I. And embeds a gack. Just putting band-aids on everybody. Um, additionally, Let's... I was going to say in that hour, could I take a look? At the console that Bonnie was at? Sure. What, what am I looking at? It is a 100% broken uh, temperature console. Uh, it looks like whatever has come through here and scorched this uh, entire facility probably really wrecked the temperature gauge as well. Hmm. Part of me is curious. I think I would have asked my captain if we wanted to go check out the next room while Nono was taking yeah. the time, but That's I don't know. If... Sounds good? Yes, we should do that. <laughs> okay. So you peek your head around the other room. Um, you see in front of you a very wide open space. This soaring ceiling of this tiled room meets the massive transparent north wall. A swimming pool 40 feet long has been filled in with gravel. Arches to the northwest and northeast lead out as does a smaller door, uh, double door to the south wall. Sorry, hang on, let me get this open to you. Uh, so I will tell you that it looks like there's a small gap uh, directly across from you. That is a mistake. There is a wall. Huh. Perception? Perception. <laughs> I look around like, is there anything else besides just, it's just filled with gravel? Filled with gravel. Go for it. Make a perception oh, check. Okay. 14. Um, uh, you see that it has uh, different depths to it. One side has three feet and the other side has 10 feet. 
you ever seen anything like this, Mog? No. <laughs> Seems like this could have been some athletic pool. Yes, and that would make sense as we are at the athletics club. There were a lot of old Kasathan men on Idari that would sit down in pools for hours on end. What for? I could not tell you. Hmm. Hmm. That doesn't sound <laughs> quite pleasant to me. Sitting in a pool for hours. When I was young, I found it strange. And as I got older, I decided I just must not understand it. Uh, okay, uh, if we both <laughs> don't understand it, I'm just gonna just chill with Mog here. Sure. Uh, it's uh, around this time that the circlet around Kershu's neck pops off and leaves his, uh, his watery body, um, and flops to the ground. No, Kershu, no, Kershu, no, Kershu, no, Kershu. Right. I don't curse you either, curse you. Uh, curse you. Uh, yeah. High five? Yeah. He high fives you. Your hand gets a little wet. Um, yeah. Uh, so you have freed uh, curse you from his bounds. What are you going to do? Uh, pocket the grenade. The grenade did explode inside oh. of his chest. Right. <clears throat> Shall we move on, Captain? I guess you could give information how. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you. If, we if, would very much appreciate that. No, he can make sentences. Questions to curse you, curse you, answer them. Where Kershu knows how to, yes. I, really quickly, Mog is trying to handle the situation and, and almost interrupts as Sam just did <laughs> and looks at the rest of the crew members and goes, of course, we all know Jalusim, though. Jalusim, yeah. we all know who that is. Curse so we have that no, guy. We have no questions on Jalusim. Jalusim woman. Yes. That lady's the worst mm. guy in yes. all the land. <laughs> Made of fire. Ugh. Yeah. Yes, yes. Curse Jalusin. But she, she like ice. Yes. Like. She come here a while back, kill others, call her. Curse you. Curse Jalusin. She killed other others like you? Oh, yes, killed many. Curse you only remains. Killed ones that you love? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Sorry for your loss. Curse you. Uh, grateful for your empathy. Captain. 
Monday. Yes, yes. Can we keep them? No. Um, I do want to try one... Uh, well, actually, I have a question first. Um, what goes on in this room here? And I'll point toward the swimming pool room. I swear, if he says the old Kasathan men hang out in there. <laughs> Don't give away details. I hope so. Uh, hang on, there's I, there is a specific thing it wants me to tell you, and I'm trying to find it. Okay. Woman who travel in there because you'll see mean creatures destroy and eat. Curse you, no go in there. What? Especially on ground. Curse you. Curse you never go but fly. There's a woman in there? Or a woman was eaten in there? Uh, woman eaten. Curse you. So By what? Big pointy teeth. Does it live in the gravel in the pool? Uh, it live all over. Hmm. Perhaps uh, curse you is referring to the creature that we met outside tried to eat us. Is it a big scary thing that goes invisible a bunch? Because mm. you no understand. Mm. Yes and no. Because you under, understand it cannot be seen sometimes and seen some others. Yes, okay. I think we took care of that it, it deep. What does that mean? It deep with pointy nose and teeth. Yes. So it mm. digs. Uh, you, yes, digs. It digs. Kershaw says. Does it live here? It lives everywhere. Kershaw oh. says. Mog, you already asked it where our friend was. Yes, curse you does not know, Mark says. I have an idea. A bed's a guy. Um, yeah. Do you have a rug? I do. Oh, What great. color do you want? The one that's supposed to be for model 392 as uh, an induction to the crew. Do you have that with you? Yeah, why are you yelling? <laughs> does model 392 come running into the room? No. Yes, um, she's not hiding, and there's probably something wrong. It was a good tactic. I think Model 392 would have come out of hiding if they were hiding. Indeed. Um, Rug is a good bait. <laughs> I'm suddenly talking like curse you. Sorry. <laughs> Rug is good bait. Curse you can tell rubbing off on a... <laughs> Vocally on a Benzagag. Mm, we played you. similar monsters before. <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. Monster Buddy Show with Kershaw. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, back to the show. Kershaw, where will you go from here? Kershaw, uh, stay here. Kershaw, home. Does. Who does leave Kershaw home? Does Kershaw call this home 
because this is where Curseu's loved ones were lost? Uh, yes, Curseu. Just pretty good flying space cushions and other places people hunt cushion here cushion live. But what if Jalusin were to return? Uh, Jalusin here downstairs. The big pointy bad area poison halls. Poison halls? Yeah, poison no more, Kershaw thinks. Uh, uh, once killed people there. Now, now many people there. Not dead people, Kershaw thinks. Too late to go back to Asana Town? <laughs> we can always go back to Asana Town! No, no. <laughs> um, no. Just a lion crawler right away. Why do you want to go back to Asana Town? The food is much better here. Us, we must return the information stolen from the Deep Cultures Institute. It's very important work, Mog says. Plus, they're gonna open a Chipotle around the corner, and I'm. I'm really good at driving plot forward. No, no. Great. Why do you want to go back to Asana Town? Um, because it was a nice area. It was a nice area. It wouldn't happen to be because someone you've made a call to, is it? You could hear him too? No, it's just a hunch. I didn't talk to anybody. I don't want to go to Isana Town, and I'm gonna find Script. <laughs> you lying to me? And no, no, just like <laughs> actively ignores the captain <laughs> and walks from treadmill to treadmill, looking for Script until gonna... she finds him. When you say Script's name, all of a sudden one of the treadmills starts vibrating like a tail that's shaking. Oh. Um... Found you. I'm just gonna look over at Mog and, and be like, did she just ignore me? <laughs> I think she did. <laughs> I would never lie to my captain. Perhaps we must have a disciplinary talk with no no. <gasps> <laughs> Perhaps later, Mog. I fear oh. there are more pressing matters and <laughs> this one can be overlooked. Yeah, currently, currently, I will tell you that there are multiple doors uh, that you have access to. There uh, is a set of double doors across from the pool, a single door uh, catty corner from the pool. Uh, back in the room where you fought Kershu, there was another door uh, opposite the side where you went further to your left rather than your right. Or, of course, you could go, okay, uh, Captain Phoenix walks across. Uh, let's move back to where you were um, because, you know, you got to right about here and uh, I'll place you where you were right there. Perfect. Uh, it's at this point. Come on, um, you can't just come down. You can't just keep moving. 
move back to where you were. You are over here, no no, and a bed deck. You were back in this room talking to curse you. No, you have to stop when I say stop, Samuel Forbes. Stop moving your character around. Anarchy, anarchy. You you start to uh, you are all the worst people that I know. Worry, uh, curse, curse you, curse you, curse you, curse you all. You start to work your way around the side of this pool on the short side. And all of a sudden, you hear a and bursting up forth from the gravel is a creature that. Um, that defies all uh, all vision. It is. Uh, it's got this sharp red molten lava nose, and it almost looks like a giant worm with uh, spiky uh, lava rocks on its side. Uh, and that one bursts up out of the gravel and kind of looks at you loomingly like a serpent. And then Mog walks up, and then. <laughs> Right next to him, another one as well. Let's all roll initiative. Oh, as oh it's coming God. up from the ground, though, I am going to yell to Mog, I think this was the creature it was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to name it Digger. <laughs> uh, I'm going to name it Volcano Cron. I rolled well. Uh, I got a 17. Wow. Hey. I got a 9. Right, seventeen. Got <gasps> Then can I ride it? Ooh, that would be a choice. Um, <laughs> eighteen for Nono. No. Seventeen, eighteen. And while you're doing that, I do want to shout out Fan of Games eighty nine. Uh, followed, and Kit two seven two three has resubbed for twenty eight months. Thank you all. Okay. This creature, it gets its own initiative. Uh, give me one second. <sighs> now, when you're dealing with uh, a whole like curse you talk, it's all just takes your your breath away, and you forget about the things that you need to be doing. Um, uh, you know what you need to think about for a second, though. What? Jason Bullman is raiding. Hey, Jason Bullman! Hi. Woo! Thank you for the raid, Jason Bullman. Everyone, we are about to get into a nasty little battle. Uh, here we are. We're at the top of round one. No, no, you hear a noise coming from the room uh, deeper within this athletics club. Uh, Mog and Captain Phoenix have told you about a pool in there covered in gravel. What do you do? Um, I mean, I've got to run to the aid of my captain. Absolutely. So, Scriff and I are going to ride on in, uh, not quite into the room, but just close enough to have eyes on what's happening. Do sure. I know what these um, angry lava drill worms are? I need a mysticism check. Nope, I sure don't know what they are. <laughs> um, so, what I'm going to do is shoot them. Okay, take a shot. Alrighty, with my tactical acid dart. Rifle. Perfect. That is a 13 on the die. Uh, 13 that is a 19. On, that is a hit. You are allowed to roll damage as your bullet pierces into the molten skin of this creature. Five points of damage. Five points of damage. 
Amulet script chill. That's just a bullet, correct? Uh, it's acid. It's acid. Okay. Let me double check that, but I believe it's uh, acid. All right. All right, we will continue along. It is now Mog's turn. Mog, what would you like to do? I would love to roll mysticism. All right, do it, buddy. 14 on the die, 24 is my total. Okay, so you are going to get... You said 24 is your total? Yes. First of all, you are going to learn what this creature is and get two pieces of information about it. This is known as a Thukwa. Um, these creatures are Thukwas. They are medium outside creatures uh, that are known for burrowing in the plane of fire. Um, so they are they are meant to dig around. Um, what would you like to know? Uh, General, you said two things, right? Yeah, let me tell you. Me, I just want to read you some of this, though, because it's great. Quas are worms of fiery stone like living lava. The quad generates tremendous heat. This heat and the creature's sinuous shape allow a thequa to bury through, burrow through dirt, gravel, and stone, as well as some softer metals and composites. Really a cool creature. Ooh. Also French. <laughs> uh, I would like to know, um, like, uh, culturally, uh, in terms of how, if they run in, like, packs or more solitary, like how they live and how they work together. Uh, as as my first thing. Their organization, they are normally known for being solitary or in pairs. Okay, and here we go. Uh, and the second thing, if I can learn about their attacks. Their attacks uh, does just love to slam people with its fiery unicorn face. Slamming. Okie dokie. <gasps> yep. Julio, uh, I'm going to take a guarded step backwards. Love it. And then I'm on a mind thrust, Mark One, this guy. All right. Here we go. DC 15. All right. Here we go. Ooh, a natural one. That Ooh. is a failure. So go ahead and roll your damage. 10 yeah. points of damage. 10 points of damage to this little <laughs> Just you see little tendrils of lava burst within its brain. Uh, we wow. continue along. It is now their turn. Uh, it is wiggling its way over towards Mog. Uh, so it climbs up above the pool and just kind of flops its molten body up onto the uh, ceramic tiling and it slams you. Uh, I need to know, does a 27 hit your KAC? Just roll your damage. <laughs> you smug man. That is eight points of piercing and fire as as this stabbing gesture from its needle nose digs into your skin. Uh, the other Fuqua is going to shift over as it kind of swims next to and around Captain Phoenix and once again uh, it stabs at her as well and that's a natural 20. Ah, oh no. Yeah. This dice has been very, very nice. Uh, so uh, Ooh, Oh boy. Uh, 
and it hits you directly in the spleen. Uh, you are hit, and it hits your spleen, and suddenly you are poisoned. Uh, and it is... I will look up exactly how you are poisoned because it does have a very specific type of poisoning that goes along with it. Uh, we will deal with that once we get to your turn. Um, but I can roll you the double damage. That is going to be... That's a pretty easy one. That will roll the lowest possible damage. So you're going to take six points of piercing and fire damage, but it does burn as it goes into you, dealing... <laughs> two points of fire damage, which I know means nothing to you. Um, let me look this up, and as we continue along, it is Sorry, ben, your just, turn. That got a little confusing for me. So, six points of damage, and then on top of that, it did two points of fire damage that I yes. negate. And then, did you say there was more damage? No, that is it. Six points. Got it. Uh, and it's my turn. Yes. Okay. Um... I would like to reach into my mysticism knowledge and find out a little bit more about this creature <clears throat> as well. Okay. Uh, but first, oh. I need a fortitude save. Oh, okay. Can I use the roll I just rolled or should I re-roll? Uh, let's re-roll it. Okay. Yikes. Yikes? Yeah. Ooh, that's even better though. Okay, 18, 19, 20. Dirty 20. Okay. Uh, you feel like a harsh point, like your spleen was punctured, and you feel like it could have extremely just knocked you out within two rounds, and you could have been unconscious. Um, but you're able to like just stabilize yourself with your full force of just mental fortitude, pushing aside, letting those endorphins kick in, and you no longer feel the effects of that spleen rupturing by your side. You can continue with your turn. I don't like it. Okay, mysticism. Knowledge. Okay. Ooh, that's a net 20. What a waste. Uh, <laughs> no, but information is always good. No. <laughs> I want to hit it. Uh, 25. 25. So you get three pieces of info. Uh, uh, no, two pieces of information. I'm very, very sorry. No, that's fine. Um, so you, once again, you know this is a fuqua. Uh, what, what else would you like to know? Uh... If it's uh, uh, if it has a weakness to an element, it is vulnerable to cold. Cold. Mm. Okay. And um, is it? Uh, how's its reflex? Uh, it's it's okay. It's a it's a, it's an all right reflex. Okay. Oh shoot. Well, that, I didn't mean for that to be my question, but I guess I just want to know if it's quick, <laughs> how quick it is. is that um, a good piece of knowledge? You would say it's not the quickest thing in the world, um, but it seems to move over ground as fast as uh, any of you do, but it does seem like it can burrow within the ground at a slower pace than that. I'm going to take a guarded step. Okay. And I'm going to... Sorry, I'm trying to see what type of attack this is. Uh, because I've never done it before. Ooh, fun. Second. New. If 
you want to read that bit boss right there. Yeah, there's a bit boss from 88 Riddles, giving it to a Bedzigak. Wow! Extra action. We also have a new follow from Quirty Octane. Quirty Octane. Octane. I love that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What a great name. Okay. Uh, I'm just... Okay. I, the, uh, sorry. All right. So Phoenix is... Uh, you see her kind of like focus for a second and she's going to, um, you're gonna kind of see like this energy ripple around her and even like the, the rocks in the pools start to kind of like vibrate a little bit. Like anything that's like around her starts to kind of like vibrate a little bit as she sucks in all of this energy and just blasts it at this creature with a force blast. Okay. Uh, now you did. You are still casting a spell within its uh, when it within its attack range, so it does get an attack of opportunity on you. Um, that will be a dirty twenty. Yep. Okay. Uh, you will take uh, five points of piercing and fire. So because you take, uh, because you have that and then that half will be taken away from your fire resistance mm -hmm. um and as it just stabs into you again but you are still capable to cast your spell good i need a reflex save from you all right all right oh, it's on a 12 but it's kind of leaner so i'm gonna re-roll oh, it just to let you know you want me to leave the 12 I'll leave the 12. I thought that was a pretty good number. He didn't add his bonus. Oh. I'll re-roll it, though. Oh, I don't know. You tell me, Katie, what you want me to do. It was it was a weird leaner. <laughs> I'll re-roll re it. I'll re-roll it. Oh, Katie. I just rolled a natural one. <gasps> really? Yeah. Oh, I was so ready for disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> okay um cool this is fun because this is the first time i get to do this and and we'll figure it all out together yay um, all right so i'm gonna deal my 2d6 damage at you right 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 okay. but uh i will also break out the critical fumble card Ooh. yeah here we go and i'm also going to use my uh elemental assault because as a as a swift action i can half the damage dealt um, to be acid, cold, electricity, or fire for one round. So cool. I would like to make half of this damage cold damage. Okay. Nice. I mean, they don't really, with critical fumbles, they don't really have, they don't really have it like for, uh, you know, it's mostly for attacks. So I'm trying to justify how any of these- It loses its eye. I can just add another <laughs> D six. Uh, <laughs> No. I will tell you this one. How did that even happen? You create the effect on this creature, but then also you deter it bounces over to the other creature as well. Um, this is I'm I'm justifying this. I'm switching it around. So it bounces from this creature and hits the other one as well. Half damage on the other one. Uh, go ahead and. I rolled a 10 damage. Okay. Um, and so half of that is going to be cold damage. I prefer okay. 
That half would go over to the other half. <laughs> it's I, not quite how it works. I know, I know. Alright, so five, um, twin. Alright, so boom, it hits it. Uh, tell me exactly what this spell looks like. Um, yeah, I gather mystical energy and blast it outward in a mighty wave, originating from my fingertips, damaging and, uh, well, this is the fun part, potentially knocking back your enemies because I do get to bull rush you now. Um, wow. Yeah, uh, the spell deals 2d6 force damage to each creature in the area unless it succeeds a reflex saving throw for half damage. What wow. is the area? Uh, it is, uh, let me have it open only 10 feet. Okay. Oh, uh, range. Wait. Just wondering if we're going to knock over Mog, too, because that would make me really happy. <laughs> no, I don't... Uh, it says the range is 30 feet, but... Here, hang on. I need to go to the not... What's the spell called? Force Blast. Force Blast. Force Blast. I don't see it on our... While we're figuring this out, <laughs> I just remembered that one time when... Desco with such sincerity went, it's been five minutes, right? <laughs> it's so good. Wow, I yeah, I would say this is a 30-foot cone. Um oh, because wow. of it's like this is a big thing. In which case, I, I the other creature will take its reflex save. Uh oh, but you definitely I'm hitting also hitting Mog. Mog. You're hitting Mog. That's okay. Oh, I barely missed. Barely missed. No, no. no. Uh, so Sorry. the the other one's gonna take a reflex save. Uh, it is going to get. Um, it's gonna have a 13. So instead of that half damage that it took, it's taking full damage yeah. from this bad boy. Um, but Sorry, Mog, Mog, I need you to also roll. Oh no. Reflex save. Yep. Mog just beat a 15. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sorry, Mog. No, it's cool. Beat a 15. Seven. Uh, I will tell you, though, that you hit this creature, and it's not expecting it from one side, and it just shoots out into the opposite wall and just dies instantly. <laughs> um, so you have killed one of them. Nice. Now and give then... me... So, yeah, so Mog and this creature now. Oh, God. Um, you take 10 points of damage, Mog, and now we you roll a CMB check. So, or just roll a, a melee attack roll. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Okay, 15. Okay. Uh, a 15 is not going to beat its KAC plus 8. Um, so you're it not says you're not ca using caster level plus my key ability score modifier plus 7 as your attack seven. That way it doesn't just suck, probably. Okay, wait. Your caster <laughs> level, so you're at four, plus your key ability modifier, which is that another four? Amazing. Uh, key ability modifier is a three. Okay, so uh, you have a plus seven to that attack. So what is it? You rolled a 13? Yeah. So, <gasps> so, dirty, so dirty 20. Uh, will not beat its KAC plus eight, so you okay. do not move it back. However, I'm wondering if you do move Mog back. <laughs> oh You're my off gosh. by one point. <laughs> no, oh, I, you're good. That's incredible. My KAC plus eight is 21. All right, we move on. It is a Bedzagek's turn. Bedzagek, what would you like to do? Wow, I mean, what am I even <laughs> useless in this situation? 
You're doing great. Uh, I'm so far away from all the action here that um, right. truly what I need to do first is move up and I can only go as far as the doorway of where these monsters are. But I will tell you that you also I have, have an extra action. There you go. <gasps> there you go. Which means I can go double the distance. I'm gonna use that extra action to get right up um, here. So I'm very close to this little monster here. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, it's looking bad, right? Yeah. Like oh, you, could, you could kill it. Boy, oh boy, do I love killing things at the eleventh hour. I pull out my rug gun and I go. Rug gun? Or you're very close to it. Josh, go. Okay. Then I go. I feel like you were right up next to it. It's, I'm pretty. It's... I'm like above it. Yeah, but Plus... that would put you there. Do you want to shoot it or do you want to hit it with your dashko? I'm not trying to play your character. You yes, do. Yes, you, you are. Want to do. You fully just. I want to dashko it. You do what you want to do. I'm gonna dashko it. Don't do either option, Jessica. Don't give him the satisfaction. I'm gonna punch it. <laughs> yeah. He never thought of that, did he? It's not no. your character. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, hack a, a loogie. <laughs> I'm gonna sit on it. <laughs> what are you doing? Yes. You know, as part of my... It's part of your move action. Yeah, it's it's the enthusiasm here. I'm gonna punch it. All right, punch it. I'm strong, so... All right. Ah. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Yeah, you miss. You miss. You miss what? Wait, what's the total? What, did you roll a seven on the I, die? I rolled a one on the die. Oh, well, that, Jess, that's incredibly oh, different. Because no. that's a critical failure. All right? So you got to say when you roll that one on the die because... Um, <laughs> this is not been a good game for Ben's again. is that Ben didn't expect it. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> You I just kind of flailed. <laughs> rear back. You rear back ready to just slash into this thing. And you nick the top of your head uh, with your nail. Um, and then you, you like feel back there and there's you're bleeding. You're you're bleeding. You have you take one damage. Uh, okay. and you are you have the condition of bleeding with one damage <laughs> you per have turn. The condition of bleeding. <laughs> I will say even little scratches on your head bleed forever. Forever. Just gonna go, ow! <laughs> That's it. You have bleeding. I'm dead. We move on. It is now Noto's turn, but I'm glad you used that extra action, Jess. That was worth it. For you sure. know? It's 840, so. Uh, Noto, what would you like to do? Nono and Scriff are going to take a guarded step actually into the room. Okay. Um, and Nono's going to take a shot with the acid dart rifle. Okay. That is a 25. 25 is a hit. Roll. Uh, you just sink this dart into this creature's neck. Roll your damage. Uh, that is six points of damage. Is not looking good as you continue your onslaught. And uh, Nono, like, as she's leveled this acid dart rifle with her top set of arms, 
she uses her uh, middle set to like pet the side of Scriff. Good boy, good boy. Okay, now shoot. Um, and Scriff's gonna shoot a couple times. Love it. First one's a twenty-two. Hit. Twenty-one. Hit on both. Hot I see three shots dog. just thoo, 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 into the side of this thwa. Doki, damage coming at you with two points for the first shot and four for the second. All right. It's, it's still hanging on. It is uh, it is limping badly, but it's hanging on. Mog, it is your turn. What would you like to do? I will take out my laser pistol and take a shot. Pew, pew, pew. Do it. I aim with all my might. Really using the technology of my super eye to help me aim, and I miss with a nine. <laughs> <laughs> we can't kill this worm. I love Mog so much. Uh, Mog is a great. Mog is the best. Um, this the It looks back up uh, at what's going on. <laughs> it sees that it hasn't really accomplished its goal in uh, in hitting the captain really, really hard. It sees that it has some sort of fire resistances, and then it looks at this poor bleeding vesk over here. Uh, so it's gonna take its turn, whack-a-moling the large lizard. I saw the natural 20 again, but it's a two on the die. Uh, so that is going to be a total of 13. That will not hit. Um, so... You see all these folks just fumbling around like a bunch of idiots. But I, I, I do wonder, I do wonder how this happened. I, for some reason, have a point of inspiration, no. which I might have given to myself. What? Can anyone verify this? I'm looking at the document and it says, Ben, one point of inspiration. You don't there, get your own in, points of inspiration. In my mind, there have been a few times where extra actions have been put in the point of inspiration part on accident. That's probably fair. It also just got deleted, so. <laughs> okay, all right, it is an extra action. I... Uh, so that's good because I'm going to take and use that extra action to finally hit a Bedzagak. Oh! Um, that will be a total of 18, but I'm gonna add a stim pack, making it a 19 against KAC as a little bot drops down from the drone filming vests in space, lands onto this creature, injects it a little bit, uh, and making it slightly better. You use my own show against me, you monster. Three points of piercing and fire damage. Owie. I have rolled very low on my damage die, except for that first one that crushed into Mog. Alright, we continue along. It is now Captain Phoenix's turn. You don't. Oh, Hello. you're muted. We can't hear right. you, love. First, I'm gonna call upon Patches. Uh, yes. And a duck robot jumps out of the, uh, the a duck inflatable robot jumps out of the uh, film crew of uh, Vesks in space and waddles over to you. Well, hello, Captain Phoenix. Here you are. Suture, 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 suture. It says what it's doing. 
uh, as it does a butterfly band-aid suture, regular band-aid. <laughs> um, okay, and then I am going to back away from this creature in, and I think I, it'll get an attack of opportunity. You can take a guarded step away. What if I want to take more than a guarded step away? Oh, then it's attack of opportunity for sure. Cool, 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 cool. I am gonna just accept my fate there. Yes, attack of opportunities! Ooh, that's a natural 19, so that's a dirty 30. Himmy! Alright. That's a total of five points of piercing and fire damage. So you take two points of piercing damage um, as it sinks into your side. Do I right. need to make a, a fortitude save? No, no fortitude save necessary. That was only on the uh, that was only on the crit. Got it. Um, I am going to again target this creature with. Oops, I accidentally moved. Uh, I would like to target this creature with my Force Blast again. Ooh. Blasting this creature. Okay, perfectly perfectly aligning where you are. At the, at the diagonal are. to miss a Bedzagak if it gets pushed backwards and goes <gasps> to the side. Because there's a degree in angle there, Ben. Now, oh wait. Yeah, there we go. Let's, let's look at this angle that you so speak of. Yep, it's uh, an angle, and it'll go bloop right over sure, here. Sure, 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 sure. I think if you push this creature, and I'm just drawing a straight line through the creature's square into, like, all the adjacent squares, I don't see one where it does not hit a Bedzagak. I wouldn't even be pushed. there if you didn't force me to stand there. Well, I got a, uh, I got a really high roll on my, uh, combat maneuver whatever bull rush. okay i'm not worried about that per se okay roll your damage first well you need to give me a reflex save i failed Ooh, i like that all right damage is coming in at what is that nine nine points of damage nine points of damage you kill it uh, and you, you you just crush this tiny little creature and then it flies up and it smashes into a Bedzagak uh, just because it's it's being pushed back so hard. It, it doesn't do any damage, but you get uh, smacked with a molten fireworm in the face. Ow, my head, my face. You are currently bleeding. So bleeding. you take one point of damage on your turn. Uh, what would you like to do? Wait, but the thing is dead. Yeah, but Abedzagak, you are bleeding. So, uh, what are you going to do about it? You take one point of damage, and yeah. it's still your turn. <laughs> okay. I, I, I guess... What? But they're both dead! I'm so confused! Yeah, but you're bleeding. How do I... Do you want me to stop bleeding? Yeah, I would love for you to stop bleeding. I'm doing a crap this. I don't have a way to make that happen. And you're still bleeding. I mean, okay. you could call patches or- I don't uh, have a, yeah, a pat Oh man, patches is, you have a patches. No, I used it, I used it earlier. I just didn't get deleted. Oh. Unless that was new. Uh, yeah. So you're okay. still bleeding. Okay, well then fine. I'm gonna pull a rug out of my bag and I'm gonna tie it around <laughs> my head so that I stop bleeding out of the back of my head. 
What do you think I'm gonna do, you weirdo? <laughs> Roll a. What are you, you calling me the weirdo? Yes. Roll uh, a medicine check. Can okay. I aid? <laughs> Roll the no. two. No! You just try to put a rug on their head! I rolled it too. Uh, no, no, it's your turn. You just see your friend bleeding, try and put a rug, tie it to their head. It's been what a weird day. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, they might still lost a lot of blood if they think that's gonna work. Um, <laughs> and Nono's gonna run over on Scriff and hand off uh, a Serum of Healing Mark 1 and also try to do a medicine check just cuz. Okay. Roll your medicine check. Uh, that is a twenty-one. Twenty-one. You are nice. capable of tying. Like the, I didn't, the rug is already up there. You've got tape. Uh, you've got that zip tape. Six hands. Six hands. So you're just duct taping this rug to a Benzigak's head. Uh, sooner or later, <gasps> it stops bleeding. I'm also gonna zip stick it so it basically becomes a helmet. Oh. <gasps> You now have a rug duct tape helmet. <laughs> Plus twenty to AC. Yeah, I'm with I'm with uh, Sam. Yeah, and no, but yes, it, it it you do have a rug helmet. <laughs> no plus twenty to AC. Now no songs can get into my head. <laughs> Just then the song starts playing again. Nope. <laughs> no. No. Oh. What are you going to do? Do you want to? I mean, there's. It doesn't really seem like there's really anything uh, on these creatures, but uh, I will allow a couple of perception checks. We I would like. I guess we're doing perceptions. Perceived nothing. Seventeen. Where was? I'm so mad because now I'm rolling better numbers. <laughs> Eighteen. Eighteen. What was? What was uh, Nono's total? Eighteen. Eighteen. Mog. 17. Okay. Uh, so I will tell you that you you remember that Kershu had said that a lady went in here and died. Um, and so you're kind of looking around and you see uh, that there is indeed a, uh, a piece of armor that is in this like pile of bones. Um, and you grab it and, uh, it, you know, it looked like this soot-covered gravel, but you grab it and it it's Vesk overprint. <gasps> um, so it is a, it is a, you know, type of broken, uh... Jetpack! Jetpack! No. Uh, but <laughs> it has an integrated glove of storing within it. Um, that has been overlooked, and the glove contains a personal comm unit. Uh, I, I want it. <laughs> I'm a Vesk. I want it. Oh. There's... Wait. The, the... Go ahead. Uh, where Where is this pile of bones in the room? Is it down in the gravel? Yeah, is it's it... in the oh. gravel pit. Yeah. Um... I think when we find it, unless somebody says something, yeah, Abedzagak can have the armor for the minute, for the moment, but like that comm unit, Nono's gonna. 
I will say the the Vesk overplate is ruined. It is it's broken. But what isn't broken is that there's this glove of storing that seems to have been overlooked. Oh, okay. Um, can, can I take a look at it before anybody decides what's happening with it? Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Poking buttons, Make sticking my fingers check. in places that they probably don't belong. That is a 21. 21. You are easily capable of opening up this uh, this personal communit, and it opens up uh, to a, a half-orc uh, journalist investigator woman, uh, and she starts speaking her journalism log. Oh, well, this is Seven Fingers Mally. Uh, just... Balto, if you ever get this, uh, just know that I love you. Um, I am in the ruined building known as the Eos Athletics Club. The lady. Uh, the, um, the news was that this place has been haunted. Um, I have seen otherwise. Uh, I have snuck around a robot there seemed to be some sort of invisible monster that chased me around before I got in here, and then uh, some sort of flying creature uh, attacked me. Now I'm staring at a pool filled with gravel, um, and I, I don't know. Um, also, I, I don't know if I will be... Um, if I will be coming back. So, um, find Trey and find Trey and, and love him. And it pops out. We should find Alto and deliver this message when we can. As you're looking through it, you do find that there is a name. There is a name, Balto uh, Dark Heels. Uh, it appears that it is a name on Verdon. And uh, he... Uh, it's, a, it's a halfling man. Uh, and so you think that maybe at some point if you find the ability, you can... Can deliver this back to him and let him know what happened to Seven Fingered. What's what's what did you say? It's on Verdon. Verdon. Mm -hmm. uh, place. Yes, Verdon is a planet that um, only rotates on one. Like it, it rotates on its axis. The only livable place is on the uh, equator of the uh, planet. The rest of it stays ex precisely where it is, um, and therefore. Uh, it gets incredibly freezing on one side and incredibly hot on another, but it is a technological hub uh, of all uh, of of the packed worlds. Um, this is home of the Verthani, uh, which oh. are uh, people who love yeah. to augment. Uh, like uh, augmentation is a huge part of their culture. They enjoy it. They they thrive and love doing it. 
Jukebox cool. Raccoon's in chat because, and he's he's going crazy because he was playing a Virthani in another game we were playing. Aww. Cool. I like that um, guy. As you're looking around, No No and a Betagak and uh, and Mog, you've all gotten into this information, and at the end of it, you see that the wall behind you, this wall that I said was a wall. It shimmers a little. Yeah. One directly across from the door, and now it seems like there could be some form of projection. Perhaps. Is there any... Go ahead, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Oh, you go. I was just going to ask if there was any panel on the wall or anything? Uh, there's no panel on the wall. Um, Mog, you're right next to it. Rock? As oh, I meant I meant like a control panel somewhere else on the wall, not specifically in the projection. No. Okay. Are there any... Uh, can I pick up like a handful of gravel with my uh, psycho psychokinetic hand? Yeah. And throw it at it? Yeah, right. the gravel just goes through the door. It goes through the wall like the wall doesn't even exist. Weird. I think perhaps this is a doorway, but there's also a door down south, down, down here on the other side of the pool. Um, perhaps this could have something to do with Model 392. They yes. disappeared just as quickly as the gravel did. I'm going to step forward and reach my hand out, my real hand. You reach your real hand through. Suddenly you are grabbed and <gasps> pulled through the wall. And we'll I pick through. it up next it's her. time. It's her, it's her, it's her. Oh, Sam Sam jumped through time! <laughs> we'll pick it up next time! <laughs> Yay! Ugh. Have you guys seen that movie Annihilation where they go into oh, the yeah. shimmery thing? Oh, that's what I thought of. All right, everyone, we are done with tonight's episode of Things in Space. Thank you so much for joining us all. We can't wait to hang out with you all next time for some more Things in Space! Sus. 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 Things in Sus. Sus.